Okay, fuck it, fuck it. I'm back. You know what I like about Spotify? They have these Spotify sessions, which is fucking great songs, you know, great songs that you hear, and they re-record them, and sometimes they record them, like, slower, and I kind of fuck with it. I, I like, I love, like, Sure Thing, you know, Sure Thing by Miguel? I was playing it the other day. The Sure Thing, the normal one, is like, like, it's like, it's a little faster, and then they have the Spotify session one. You hear that? With the fucking acoustic. Ooh. Oh my god. I fuck with it heavily. Anyway. Um, same day, same fucking night, alright? It's still 3.32. 10 minutes have passed. Did not go to sleep, so I said, fuck it, I'm gonna record again. And I want to note the date. The date is uh, February 11th, alright? 2019. Three days before... Uh, what's it called? Fucking uh, Valentine's Day. Jesus Christ, how did I forget that? Um, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day. The fucking day that you're giving an excuse to be romantic. All right, you bet your boy's gonna take advantage of that, and you better too. All right, it's great. It's phenomenal. But I'm here to talk about. It. I'm just gonna give you a little story um about my travels so the year is 2017 i think yeah it's 2017 it is uh fall semester so between october between september no between august and december and your boy's in thailand all right he's, he's in thailand he has um he has, um, he's on the pilgrimage. Let me tell you about the pilgrimage. Okay. So when I left to Thailand, I went in with an intention. Every time I go abroad, um, the flight to the destination changes me because I take my journal with me and I write down my intention. And, and by the end of, of the flight, when I arrive to the destination, the Caesar who left El Paso, Texas, which is where I always leave from my hometown and arrive to South Africa or china or thailand is a completely different caesar it's a defined caesar a caesar with a fucking mission in south africa it was to be memorable to have an experience that was so memorable that that would, i would come back it was the beginning of becoming the most interesting man in the world that that was my intention in china it was to be the life of the party to be the that guy who who took everyone for a fucking ride you know it was like it would be i wanted to be the party guy the guy who made the party and in thailand it was i had gotten the partying aside and and i intended to come back a completely new me a better version of me caesar 2.0 fuck that caesar 5.0 that's what i wanted to come back as and I knew that all the answers were inside of me. And if I wanted true change, I had to truly go inside of me. So I go to Thailand, right? And I arrive late at night, very, very late. And I have this hotel set up um, right next to where the fucking airport. And so here's the first trippy thing about Thailand is, is actually it's really cool. They put their hands together and it's a Y, I think. It's like a, a bow. You know, it's a sign of respect. And so I tip the driver and he just like, he just like inhales and 
<laughs> I was like, what? He inhales and, and puts his hands to his head. Like, like if you're praying. And he bows. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, bro. Chill the fuck out. It's just a 20. It's just a 20. Chill out. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, I thought I was his God. But that was before I knew what it, like, really meant. I was like, fuck. Anyways, that's my... That is my introduction to Thailand, right? And um, let's remember, what's the intention? The intention is, this is my pilgrimage. That's what I told myself. This is my pilgrimage. I am here to find who I am. I am here to become a better version of me. A version so incredible that then allows me to come back to the United States and change the world. A more aligned version, a truer version. Sorry, I got really close to the mic. I'm always close to the mic. A truer version of myself is what I wanted to be. And um, right before I got into the plane, I mean, before I left the United States, I was going to take my computer with me, my laptop, but it decided to crash. So, fuck, no laptop. Okay. Got my Galaxy with me. Got my phone. Um, And, yeah, school's great and shit. About the second week of school, your boy is, uh, you know, he's relieving relieving himself in the facilities at school. He's looking fine. He's looking finer than a fucking mug. I was looking, I was looking so good every day because I would wear a uniform, right? White shirt and uh, black dress pants, shoes, dress shoes, and a tie. And I would always wear the fucking tie because I look cute as fuck. And I would do my hair every day. Um, so your boy's relieving himself in the facilities. And I remember this exact moment. I don't know how the fuck. But I'm done. Alright. I'm done. I am. So I stand up from the sitting position I was in. As I was relieving myself. Right. I'm done. And I pull up my trousers. Okay. <laughs> my trousers. I pull up my pants. My trousers. I pull up my trousers. And as I'm pulling them up, you know, I kind of give a little look back and, and we're we're up to like half half thigh length. You know, I'm still pulling them up. And my phone is kind of like half in the pocket and half not. It's at that danger zone where I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? And my phone's just kind of there. And like, it looks like it's about to jump off a bridge, you know, like. Like, if I was about to see somebody commit suicide, I was like, wait, wait, what are you doing? And then it goes for it. It just leaps. And I'm like, huh. And I'm watching this in my mind, slow motion. And I look to where it's going. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's going right in the toilet. And so it just whoop, jumps out of my pocket and just lands directly into the toilet bowl. Splash. And by this time, I was already doing like two, I had been doing like two weeks of Muay Thai. So I'm pretty fast. And I just, I just fucking go for that jab into the water. And I grab my phone. My phone was literally there for like a half, half a second. All right. Like not long at all. I pull it out and I'm like, fuck, it's all wet. I dry it off. And by the way, by the way, I had already flushed. So it wasn't like, yeah. Yeah, I know you were thinking that. No, I had already flushed, all right? So it was clean. I mean, I don't know how clean it is, but it, it looked pretty clean. It was clear water, okay? It's clean. It's clean. <laughs> so I'm wiping it off. I'm more concerned about my fucking phone, okay? I'm wiping it off, 
and I'm like, oh, okay, I think we're good. I think we're good. Oh man. Cause it's still normal. And then it just does it. Then it doesn't unlock and then it unlocks. And I'm like, oh yeah. And for five seconds, it's good. And then the whole screen starts glitching and I'm like, no. So I go back to class and I'm looking at it and it's just glitching and glitching. And it's as if, it's as if I'm in the ER watching somebody and I'm like, bro, stay with me. Come on, stay with me. Just glitching. Until it finally just boop dies. <laughs> and so now I'm in Thailand, right? And remember, I don't have a computer. And now I don't have a fucking phone. And so for, for about an hour, two hours, I'm completely pissed. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, what am I going to do? I'm going to be so disconnected to the world. And then I realize, holy shit, wait a minute. I've been given the opportunity I'm being set up for the pilgrimage. This is part of the pilgrimage. So I, I just take this as part of the pilgrimage. Okay, I have to be disconnected from technology because those were the only two pieces of technology. Now, side note, I got to tell you where I live. When you go to Thailand, they give you a list of apartments when you're a foreigner, a foreign student. Apartments where most foreign students are going to live. That way you'll have a community of you know people who are on the same boat as you. I, as an experienced traveler, I said, fuck all that, because I know what they're all going to do. They're just going to want to party. I'm here for my pilgrimage, not to fucking party. So what I, what your boy did is he went out of his way to find another apartment complex in the middle of a Thai neighborhood where nobody spoke any fucking English. And so, yeah, now I'm in the middle of a Thai neighborhood, miles away from any other foreigners. And I've got no phone, no computer, and actually no fucking window. But that's a story for another day. I had no window. And no pillow and no fucking, <laughs> and no pillow and no, no, whatever do you call it? Blanket. Um, anyway, my concern that night is how the fuck am I going to get up? All right, I accept this is the pilgrimage, but how am I going to get up in the morning for class? And so I go and the cool thing about Thailand is you can find fucking anything on any street. So I'm like, I need a, I need like a clock store. And I'm walking to my way home and I had never noticed it before, but I passed by like three clock stores. Literally, they just they just sell clocks and watches. So I buy myself like an alarm clock. Go to 7-Eleven. I buy myself some some bread because they like have like they have all right bread. But I'd love to try all the food. So they have like pastries. I buy myself a pastry and I'm like, fuck. Well, fuck. I go back to my apartment that doesn't have a fucking window. It has a screen, but no window, no glass. And I'm sleeping with a pill, without a pillow and without a uh, blanket because I said, like I said, this is my pilgrimage. All my mattress had was a just one sheet, you know, like over the mattress. And um, I would just sleep like that. No, no, like nothing. Like I would sleep without a pillow and a blanket and the reason behind that was because i was thinking i wanted to live like a monk i wanted i wanted to see how far can i take this can i live without the the things that i think are quote unquote essential and i did i did that for months um sleeping like that actually and the thing about thailand was that it was so like hot that at night it just felt like it's just fine you didn't even need a blanket there was really no i mean i had an air conditioner but I would just turn that bitch off and boom, we were good to go. So now your boy, let's go, let's go through what we got. We got no phone, no fucking, uh, no fucking computer. 
and we got an alarm clock to wake us up. Next morning, alarm clock wakes me up real early, and I'm like, all right, I got to message my mom because she's going to think I'm fucking dead. And so I go to the computer lab, and I message her, and I come up with this elaborate story. Like, I tell the death of my phone in a poem. It was beautiful. I remember writing this shit and having so much fun, and I just basically told her, yeah, so my phone is dead, and I'm only going to be able to contact you when I come to school. Um... By the time I sent that message in the morning, it was probably nighttime, so she didn't see it till later. Um, but she was fine. She was like, okay, cool. And at this point, I decided to start a blog. <laughs> now, this blog, I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's out there. And if you find it, well, you fucking find it. But it's a, a, few, a few entries of me while i was abroad like I, I wrote these while i was abroad i made a whole fucking website i have a website out there an entire website i was about to say what it was called but no i'm not gonna fucking tell you if you find it though congratulations you found it but it's it's got some i mean i haven't changed any of it because it's it's that caesar back then all right some of it makes me cringe but yeah a few of the entries one of the first entries, I'm not even going to say the title because I know you savvy-ass motherfuckers are going to type that into the internet. But it was about um, the pilgrimage and talking about how I had an idea because I was like, I was in the computer lab and I had just created the entire website on the computer lab. <laughs> yeah, I created the entire website on the computer lab. And I was like, huh, maybe I can, uh, like, wouldn't it be funny if I shaved my head? Because I was thinking of the idea of a pilgrimage. And then I was like, wait a minute, should I shave my head? And then I start laughing because I'm like, holy fuck, I need to shave my head. And I was like, but that's fucking scary. Like, what are people going to think? And I'm thinking about my classmates who have met me like two weeks ago. And so I write an entire blog post on this. And in the blog post, I write, yeah, this is, uh, you know, because this is my pilgrimage. And I've realized that your hair is such a big part of your personality. And when I realized that was when when it became so scary to me to shave my head. But I am not just my hair. And the thing is if is if I can be as charming as I am with hair, without hair, if I can charm people, if I can make people smile, make people find me interesting without the beautiful hair that I think I need then I'm invincible with the hair. You know, it, it's it's just, I know it sounds ridiculous, but your hair, think about it, it's such a big per, part of your personality. And, and so it was a big step for me, and I wrote this blog post, and at the end I write, and if you're reading this, then it's because I've already shaved my head. I'm not going to share this with anyone until I shave my head. And that was the plan. That was the plan. I was going to send it to a few, like my best friend and uh, my mom and my brothers. And so I go the next day to shave my fucking head because I'm a man of my fucking word. And I said, I've never shaved my head, so I got to do this. So like I said, remember that street that's on the way home? It's just one long street. And then there's a barber there. Yep, there's everything on that fucking street. That is the street where I get everything. And so this barber speaks no no Spanish. Well, they definitely don't speak Spanish, but they don't speak English. 
and I walk in and I'm like, Sawadi crap. It's a hello. And uh, it's an old lady. And she's like, ah, Sawadika, Farang. Farang is gringo. Basically, the word gringo, you know, like in the United States, in Mexico, you use gringo. In Thailand, they use Farang. Farang. <laughs> and I walk in and she's like, I sit down. She's like, okay, okay. And she speaks no English and she shows me some pictures of some fresh ass fades. Like, they were so fucking fresh. They should have been at a produce market. Ha. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> no, but they were fucking fresh as fates. And I was like, all right. One, I doubt you can do that. Two, no thank you. Here's what I'm looking for. I take her phone and I search up bald head. And <laughs> the first picture that comes up is of a beautiful woman. But she's fucking bald. And I said, I want that. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> And then I'm like, wait, 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 but I need to, I, I want to do like the first stroke. Like I, my dream, I how the way this was going to go down in my head was that I would grab the clippers and I would go straight down the middle, you know, with that, with that zero fucking, uh, <laughs> that zero, what is it called? Like height? I don't know. Cut. You know what I mean? And so she's like, I was trying to i was i was like oh give me the clippers like i was pointing at them and she was like nah bro she's like no no like i'll do it <laughs> and i was like no like i just want to do it once and there's some guy there who spoke a little bit of english and he was like he told her and she was like oh okay okay she gives it to me and i look in the mirror and i'm like Whew. and i'm fucking nervous my heart is beating and i'm looking at myself sitting down in the chair and i'm like welcome to thailand caesar <laughs> and i'm like i literally scream ah <laughs> i'm just like ah and, <laughs> and then she starts yelling with me she's like ah <laughs> i mean i wasn't like yelling like ah but i was like ah and she's like ah <laughs> and so now there's no going back because i have no hair right down the middle of my head and i'm like wow and she just finishes the job and by the end instant regret <laughs> instant regret i was like fuck why'd i do this shit and so i go to school that day and um oh, i'm in class and i'm like fuck what are people gonna tell me first person sees me just like hey caesar oh you shaved your head yeah cool so did you do the assignment and i'm like oh shit was that it and i realized by the end of the day nobody gives a fuck obviously it's not them. They don't give a shit if you shave your head. Like, it's your fucking head. But more importantly, I also realized, wait, I met these people like two weeks ago. They probably think, this guy shaves his head like every other week probably. Fucking weirdo. Whatever. And and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and now here's, here's where it gets interesting. Now I'm going to start, the timeline's going to start going faster. I don't know if I ever mentioned how Thai girls really love Westerners, or if you look like a foreigner, especially a white guy, um, a little light-skinned, but foreigners, you know, they really dig them. And I look exotic with my black hair already, you know? So I'm, I was super, super exotic over there. And, and I had never walked around 
in the halls like in high school i was never one who would walk around and all the girls would be like oh my god it's caesar but in fucking thailand i would walk in the halls and like these girls would just give me these looks like they these lingering looks and a smile and and i'd be like what's going on so look man you give me that much confidence that much don't give caesar that much power because then i because then i fucking use it (laughs) so by the third week i'm all comfortable and i'm i'm going up to girls you know girls are like sitting there's like a you know they're leaning against the wall and i go up to them and i put my hand on the wall and i'm like hey what's going on girl and i'm looking down on them i'm like what's going on how you doing you having a good day she's like yeah and i'm like i'm caesar she's like i'm like whatever girls always had uh in thailand always had like their thai name but then they have a short american name or like english name so that other people and and actually thai people call them by their short uh um english name because it's way easier to pronounce so a lot of girls some girls were like my name's pear (laughs) you know shit like that no i'm not even playing i met a few pears pear maple and i'm like hey maple um i'm caesar I'm from the United States of America, the land of the free. <laughs> Literally, I'm shitting you not. I would pull shit like that. I'd be like, I'm from the United States of America. <laughs> but I would go into my acting mode. And they'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Where are you from? Like, what part of America? Texas. Texas, girl. And I would, I would, I would uh, <laughs> sometimes I'd, like, pretend I had a cowboy hat. Texas. I left my horse back home and, and you know, I'm sure she misses me, but daddy's got to travel. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm having a fucking blast flirting with all these girls. And what happened was that when I shaved my head, it went to a whole nother level. Like, I thought I was going to look ugly. I had girls coming up to me and saying, Caesar, you look like a bad boy. And I was like, what the fuck? And so I became a fucking bad boy. Like now I wasn't wearing my tie every day. Uh uh-uh. uh. Your boy was letting your boy was taking off one or two buttons because I was a bad boy. Now I was still tucking my shirt because, you know, you got to look good in that button up. But the tie I left at home some days and I would unbutton two buttons, you know, because I'm exotic, too. And I would go up to girls and I'd, I'd be like, hey, so what are you doing after? Um, what are you doing after class? You want to go get a. Uh, you want to go get a Thai tea? They'd be like, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Was that a good time? But what's wait, wait, wait. I'm getting lost here. Oh, the, puck, the fucking pilgrimage. So then the pilgrimage continues. Okay. No phone. No fucking uh, computer. About a month in, a month and a half in, my parents fix my computer and they send it to me. So I have my computer now, but I don't even use it. And I'm walking around. I mean, I leave it at home most of the time, and I walk around um, without a phone. So I'm never with a phone. Basically, I'm never using technology, and it was fucking awesome. And here's how my days were. My days were go to school, you know, flirt with some Thai girls, then go to Muay Thai, uh, then eat, then go to sleep, repeat, actually. And then you would add in a couple of, like, adventures, daily adventures, but I was always doing shit alone. I was like a fucking lone wolf, but not, not, I wasn't like always alone. The thing was that I, I could go with any group. I wasn't cliquish. My, every time I would walk into a classroom, I mean, I instantly had rapport with 
the foreigners because of course it's like i'm a foreigner so then they're like hey man what up bro westerner and i'm like what's up homie but my intention every time i would go into a thai a classroom i would um you you would you could see where all the foreigners would sit on one side i would purposely sit on the other side of the classroom in between all the thai students i did this since day one and by week three basically all the thai people in the in like our grade in the fucking business school knew me and so i had all these thai friends and they would take me to local restaurants and be like see sir let's go see let's go eat here let's go eat here and and i met all the thai people when foreigners stuck together and they barely knew any thai people but i also knew the fucking foreigners you know what i mean and sometimes i'd go on adventures with the foreigners some kind of sometimes i'd go in adventures with with the thai people and then i would just go on my own adventures but basically it was it was just go to school Muay Thai. Now, Muay Thai was very important for me because Muay Thai was something that I really wanted to learn. And like I said, this was my pilgrimage. And when I when I was on the plane visualizing myself being in the pilgrimage, I thought I'm going to meditate with monks and I'm going to do Muay Thai all the fucking time. And I'm going to have the Karate Kid experience. And that's exactly what I fucking did. I found that gym with Chet and Ball and uh, what was the other guy's name? And Bang, Bang was the one of the other trainers. These were my trainers. And for the entirety of my stay there, I did Muay Thai. Um, and and I was bald, which was fucking cool too. And I learned a fuck how to throw a fucking killer right kick. Um, oh man, it's because there's uh, I I stumble because there's so many like pathways I can take the story. Like I can tell you how I can tell you all about how that the training i've already told you but how the muay thai changed me but the muay thai was just like it made the pilgrimage that more that much more uh i guess deep you know because it's physical exercise and you you find answers in yourself when you're when you're really pushing the limit so that was another big part of it and um and so yeah, I went through through my days like for a few months, bald, no phone, computer, Muay Thai, and uh, one day I have a a monk approach me because monks are everywhere over here, and he was like, "Hey man, uh, are you from America?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." Monk's talking to me. He's like, "This is legit." This is how the conversation goes. So why is Trump president? Why'd you guys choose Trump? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Um, like, no, I didn't say I don't know. I was like, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of people think he's really going to change like things in the government, I guess. And he's different. And they're like, huh? Yeah. Okay. You know, I think, uh, Hillary would have been a good president. You know, that's what he tells me. And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh, well, you know, uh, Clinton actually helped Thailand a lot in the 90s when there was a fucking tsunami here. I'm like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so so you're a monk? <laughs> He's like, yep, I've been a monk. For how long? Like my whole life. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, I, I want to meditate. Like, is there anywhere I can go meditate? He's like, he gives a, he, he's like, you have a paper? I was like, yep. He writes down an address. And he's like, you want to go here? All right. You want to go here? They have a meditation center for foreigners. They'll teach you how to meditate. 
And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, man, I got to go. We'll see you later. Dips. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I go to that place. And uh, actually, my plan was I wanted to stay for an entire week, a weekend, and a weekend retreat. And so I go and I tell them, hey, what's up? I'm here to meditate. And they're like, okay, cool. You got to come back in a few hours. And I'm like, nah, like, I want to stay for the weekend. And they're like, uh, nah, that's not going to happen. What do you mean? Like, I heard you do that. Yeah, you got to, like, apply and shit. And, like, yeah, that's not happening, bro. <sighs> I'm like, okay. And they're like, but, yeah, if you come back in a few hours, we'll do, we'll, like, teach you shit. We'll teach you how to, like, align your chakras and meditate. And then, uh, and so, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I dip, come back in a few hours. And, uh, this is where it gets cool. They take me into a fucking basement. Okay. And it's all white. It's all white. And there's like a little a seat on a like, like a, a pedestal, I guess. I don't know what it is. It's like a seat elevated, like a little throne, I guess you could call it. But it's like a cushion where you just sit with your legs crossed and you know that's where the, the 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 teacher goes, and you you get your own cushion, and uh, so the the monk was kind of like he's kind of like not grumpy, but he's like, all right, let's get this shit over with. He's like, okay, you want to learn how to meditate? And I was like, yes, I do. He's like, okay, okay. Uh, why do you want to learn how to meditate? And I said, uh, just to like um, I don't know, control my mind more. He's like, okay, very good, very good, very good. I like it. I like it. I like you, boy. No, he didn't say I like you. But he was like, very good, very good. Okay. I teach you three meditations. And I'm like, all right. What is it? He's like, we got sitting meditation. We got standing meditation. And then we got walking meditation. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's like, okay, uh, let's get to it. Stands up. He's like, oh, walk with me. Okay, so as you're walking, you're going to do right foot. No, you're going to do lifting lifting moving moving lowering lowering placing placing lifting lifting moving moving placing placing and you're gonna go like that for the entire length of this room the whole point of this he tells me is to be completely conscious of every movement that you're making feel it Feel your right foot coming off the floor. Feel your right foot hitting the floor. Feel your left foot coming off the floor. Feel your left foot hitting the floor. And once you get to the end of the room, you're going to do turning, turning, turning. You want to consciously turn. Don't just make movements to make movements. Every movement you observe. So you're turning. And I want you to turn this slow. Turning. And in your mind, say it, say it, because that'll help you turning, turning. And as you, once you face the other side of the room, begin the walking meditation again. No, no, actually, he didn't say that. He said, now stand there a little. Standing, standing, standing. And that's the standing meditation and the walking meditation. And so you would walk the entire length of the room. And I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, all right, sitting meditation. He sits down. He's like, sit down. Sit uh, on the cushion. Sit and uh, feel your legs on the floor. And he tells me, close your eyes if you'd like. Put your hands where they're comfortable. 
and begin to breathe. And he says, now the thing about meditation is anything that comes to your mind, you do not try to push it away. Whether it's thought, whether it's noise, whether it's a smell, a feeling, go towards that. Observe it. Observe it. If you hear something, okay, observe that. Observe that that noise. You feel something, observe that noise. Now, if you begin to get an itch, place all your attention. Don't place it consciously, but it's gonna it's gonna come up on your mind. Like here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna have an itch. It's gonna come up on your mind. Now, the more you try to ignore it, the bigger it will get. So when it comes in your mind, simply observe it. Don't ignore it. Observe it. Breathe into it. And you'll realize that it will go away. Okay? And allow all your thoughts to come through. Be afraid of nothing. Do not run away from anything. He's like, okay, okay, we're good, right? And I'm like, what? what the fuck? He's like, okay. So there's a camera right there, right there. I'll be watching you in another room, and uh, good luck. And I'm like, wait, what? You're not going to stay here and fucking like, be my sensei? He's like, yep, nope, I'm dipping. Good luck. Opens the door. <laughs> oh, no, and before he said he left, he's like, so um, what you want to do is you're going to be here for three hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're going to be here for three hours. You're going to do an hour and a half of... Um, walking and standing and then you're gonna do another hour and a half of just sitting okay i'm like okay so he dips i do an hour and a half of just walking and 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 it's like okay it gets pretty it's pretty good hour and a half goes by and i go into the sitting meditation now this is where it got fucking crazy because my body started like it got very warm very very warm I started to sweat just sitting there and these thoughts were it was weird like the thoughts that i were having were so much deeper i was observing everything like he told me ignoring nothing and every time i would place my attention on an itch or an ache it would go away now where he got really crazy is when the questions just started coming questions just started flowing it was the first question was because i went in there with an intention as well i always go into something with an intention my intention was to understand more of myself and what my my purpose in this world was and i asked myself the question that came up in my mind in the middle of my sitting meditation was what well what is my purpose and the answer came to me so easily it was just like to bring value and i was like holy shit well no shit like that made so much sense to me my entire purpose in this world is to bring value into the fucking world and that comes in the form of people that I meet, friends, family, lovers. And in a professional setting, the entire fucking world. It made so much sense in that instant of meditation when the, the question came to me, well, what is your purpose, Caesar? And it was like value. Now, that's just a word, right? But the meaning behind it that, that I can only express to you with with what it appeared as, it, which was value but to me it was so much it was so dense it was like i knew everything that that implied and and i that truly changed me i was like holy fuck (laughs) 
And so this guy comes back after three hours and I'm like, holy, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like all enlightened and shit. But he walks in. He's kind of a dick, but he's a cool guy. <laughs> he was like, he's like, ooh, you released smell. Cause like, I'm telling you, I was, I was fucking, I was like sweating and shit. So I guess, I don't know. It smelled weird in there. It did smell weird. He's like, you released smell. And I was like, yeah, it's fucking weird, huh? He's like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. He sits down. Okay. What questions do you have? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. This is the part where I get to ask the sensei and I get all the answers. So I'm like, why is it that when I'm meditating, my mind gets so distracted? And he says, okay, very good, very good. He like looks down a little bit and he's like, this is how he answers my questions. I shit you not. Like, because I remember this. He's like, motion is not human or animal. Sound is not human or animal. And I'm like, what? In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck? I said, why do I get distracted? And you're giving me this, this sensei shit? I like it. I, I can't say that I, that I don't like it because I fucking love it right now. But please answer my question. And I feel like I'm in a movie, actually, because this guy's like, motion. And he's moving his hands. Motion He's not human or animal. And he points to his ear. Noise. He's not human or animal. And he goes on and on. And I'm like, I'm like in awe. And one of the things he says, universe, true self. That is purpose. To find universe, true self. When you do not find universe, true self, then nothing is, nothing matters. That's all you want. So what I got out of this whole speech He's basically telling me, what was my question again? <laughs> yeah, I forgot at the moment too, but he went, I forget, like I forgot right now, but my question was, why do I get distracted? He's basically telling me, you, there is a true self in you. Okay. And, and he kind of didn't fucking answer my question. I'm realizing that right now, but he was, it was a bigger lesson of the true self in you which is connected to this universe, his universe true self. And if you can't connect to that, then there's never a distraction. And also, you realize that because you realize that all the distractions are not really distractions. So he was kind of telling me, once you accept that distractions aren't distractions they're a part of life and a part of the meditation there's never a distraction and when you accept that you are universe true self you are your true self and so but i don't get that at the moment you know i'm just like oh i just remember the story and as i'm telling you the story right now i finally got it whoa that's fucking crazy i wonder if that fucker knew i wonder if that fucker knew yeah this guy's gonna get it in like two years in like a year and a half so yeah i'm just gonna say universe true self but that's what it is you know in a meditation there's distractions and you think well why the fuck am i distracted and there was moments that it gets it's mentally tough mentally difficult to stay focused and i thought and and while I thought, um, what did I fucking think? 
No, well, I'm thinking now. Wow. Like those, you're distracted, but only because you think they're distractions and you think they're not supposed to be there. But once you accept, once you accept that you're connected to this universe and that there is no, nothing is really a mistake and everything is a part of the universe, you know, there's black and there's white. There's distractions and concentration, but without concent without distractions, there can't be focus. So once you accept it's all just one and that you are all of it, you are everything. You, you are not just focus and a meditation is just not focus because if you were just, if you were just, if you were just focused, then you would be able to focus. But because a meditation is going inside of yourself and find and facing yourself, you have to acknowledge that you are all that is in your mind. And like he said, with the itch, and the more you try to ignore the itch, the bigger it becomes. Because you're ignoring something that is there and something that is a part of you. So don't exile anything. And once you don't exile anything and you accept it all, you are universe true self. Whoa. Yeah, that was an intense meditation session. Anyways, I asked him a few more questions because I'm very curious about monks. And I'm like, hey, man, okay, so be fucking real with me right now. I didn't say that, but I said, so, okay. And I was kind of nervous to ask this. Why don't monks, why can't monks be with women? And he like laughs. He's like, he's just chuckling. He's like, he's like, oh, it's just one of our laws. It's one of our laws. And I'm like, really? So like, just a law? He's like, yeah, 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 just a law. Like, you know, you gotta shave your head. You gotta shave your eyebrows. Can't be with women. And I'm like, but why? He's like, ah, you know. Yeah, no. And I'm like, no, I don't fucking know. And he's like, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, it's just a part of our laws. It's part of the way we um, we lose detachment from everything and i'm like wow okay and he's he looks at me he's like you have a girlfriend and i said uh yes at the moment because by this time i had met the thai girl um and she he's he fucking i say i say yes and he immediately starts laughing he's like <laughs> and i'm like what the fuck he's like laughing and he's laughing he's having a good time he's like he's like oh you have a girlfriend hey you have a girlfriend okay <laughs> like one he didn't fucking believe me or he's just like oh you're a fucking idiot you don't know what you're doing with your life he's like you're very young very young and i said yeah i am Another question i asked what else did i ask i said i don't know what i said i don't know what else i asked i think that was it uh actually there was way more questions but i can't fucking remember for the life of me i just remember asking him that about the girls so i was like what's up with that bro oh yeah i also asked about why do you shave your eyebrows and he's like oh just the law just one of our laws and i'm like huh that's interesting and so he's like okay well continue your meditation and good luck and i said okay thank you shook his hand dipped and um and that was my time with the fucking monks yeah but that that realization during the meditation of what is my purpose 
Yeah. That's still my answer. I mean, that's that's when I found the answer, which is a very general way answer, right? What's my purpose? To bring value. Yep, it is. Um, I still believe that, and that that's actually um, that impacted me when I came back uh, from Thailand. I no longer. I mean that, and almost fucking drowning, and having that realization before, after, right before I. I mean, after I almost drowned was what shifted my like career as into like focusing all on money to focusing on how can I be of service to the people around me, companies and, and, and yeah, uh, it's what's allowed me to find the job that I have, meet the people that I've met, have the internship that I had. Because now I, when I go into an interview, it's not about, it's not shallow. I have a real understanding and a real, like, I'm genuine when I say my purpose and the reason I'm applying to you is to your company is because I find it very interesting. But more importantly is because I really believe I can bring value. And here's the thing about my life. When I do anything, I mean, when I'm, well, at least what I believe my purpose is, is to bring value into this world. And so working in your company, my question is not how much money can I make the company, it's how can I help you bring our customers more value? How can we together bring customers the the most value that we can? So this pilgrimage, it worked, and it was a fucking pilgrimage. It was fucking amazing. There was highs, there was lows. And even to this day, I think of it, and like I'm like I'm telling you the story, I find new realizations. And I encourage you, if you've never had a pilgrimage, if you're gonna go abroad, try it for for a bit. You know, you. And the thing is, you gotta find your own way, right? Like this was all tailored towards me. This were these were all things that that spoke to me. These things that I did. You don't have to do it that way. But. There is a pilgrimage for you out there. Whether it's with people, you don't have to be alone, you know? Don't fucking define it. The thing is, find universe true self. That's the thing. Right? It's all part of it. All part of it. The loneliness, the fun with people. It's 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 all one big old fucking package. So in the words of that monk that I don't remember his name. I say, find universe true self. Accept it all, man. And go within, I guess. <sighs> wow. Currently 4.18 a.m. Fuck yeah. Not going to go to sleep. I'm going to get in the shower. I'm going to do some kettlebell swings. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to go to the fucking gym. And then I'm going to go to class. And I'm going to have a fucking phenomenal day. Because it's Valentine's Day. Valentine's week. And you bet your boy has got some moves coming up. 
Do you have moves? Yeah, you do. All right, people. Love you. How many of, however many of you are out there.